how to hold space for your partner when you're experiencing continued conflict in your relationship. This workshop is for you if you are in a long-term relationship and have been together for over one year. For couples who have experienced conflict in their relationship and want to get unstuck from the constant battles. If you would like to return to intimacy and to love that one time you felt for each other but just can't quite seem to find. By the way, I'm Brady Mack and I'm a nervous system specialist by trade. Transformed into a global relationship coach and I now help couples all around the world overcome conflict and return to embodied intimacy. I've spent many years and thousands and thousands of hours holding space for other humans and this is what I do. This is my passion, my purpose, and it's really to return families back to raw and heart-centered intimacy, and especially in today's world that's just, you know, buzzing with distraction and disconnection. We so deeply all crave that as humans, uh, but seldom have the tools to find it. So what I do, what I plan on doing today is to share the most powerful ways that I know how to overcome conflict and hold space for each other. And by the way, these are the exact methods that I use in my signature six-week program, Embodied Relationship Council, for long-term couples that want to overcome conflict and return to embodied intimacy. I'll also be sharing with you a bonus at the end, so make sure you stick around. It's a pretty big bonus. So, of course, when we talk about intimacy, intimacy, it goes beyond the physical. Intimacy is a way to be seen, to be heard, and ultimately to be present with each other. And of course, that includes the intricacies and the dances of you know, masculine and feminine energies, of understanding who the heck you are and who the heck your partner is and how you relate to each other. It also means immersing ourselves in work of healing our wounds and looking at our own shadows. And luckily, if you're in a relationship, you don't have to do that alone. Unfortunately, the reality is that when I look at conversations, 96% of the time, I can predict outcome of the conversation based upon the first three minutes of the interaction. I can see the conversation killers. There's four killers in relationship. It's criticism, contempt, defensement, defense, and stonewalling. And we can witness the physical flooding in the nervous system and the endocrine system and the body language that happens in these toxic conversations. Now, what happens if we continue to make these mistakes? Well, pretty obvious. You lose control of the relationship. You start to work against each other instead of with each other. You build up resentment over time and builds into this icky, sticky wall of disconnection. And unfortunately, ultimately, oftentimes people end up splitting up and 
usually in a pretty destructive way. So you're likely thinking, we don't want that. What do we do instead of that? Well, I'd like to introduce to you the most effective ways to communicate and understand your partner, no matter how big the conflict may be. And this is known as holding space. And so holding space is complicated, but it can be simple. I like to break it down into three easy steps. Number one, container setting. Number two, mirror and reflect. I'll teach you that technique in just a moment. And number three is becoming a team that stands for love. So number one, container setting. This includes two main parts and they're really important. There's the opening and the closing. It's important to know when we are able and willing to have these deeper conversations and when we would like to close these conversations to not take it into the next part of our day. We're not always ready for these conversations. We got to make sure we have a designated space for it. And how we do that is we open that. So when we're opening, we're creating a specific safe environment for meaningful conversation and for exploration. And at the end, we're concluding that and we're closing the space and we know when the conversation has ended. So with opening, we're setting the stage for the conversation. And this might include welcoming, uh, creating the right atmosphere and space, making sure the others are comfortable to express thoughts, feelings, emotion, to share their experience. It also might include something like intention setting or ground rules for the conversation that promote respectful conversation. Ultimately, we want to create a space that is full of safety and trust. And then towards the end, we want to close that conversation. This is so important to make sure that everyone leaves the conversation actually feels heard. They feel supported and they feel complete. So closing the container might involve summarizing the main points that you discussed, expressing gratitude or appreciation for the other, and considering what it is that the other person needs and what you need to have completion. It might include an acknowledgement of each other. It might also be a set time to continue the conversation outside of, of that container. The next step is mirror and reflect. I told you that I'd share this technique with you and I love this one. It's the most powerful way to create connection and understanding. Psychologists use it, yoga teachers use it. So first one is mirroring and it involves repeating back the speaker's words, just how they said it. And this technique allows the speaker to feel acknowledged. It encourages them to elaborate further on their thoughts, on their feelings. And mirroring can be practiced in an effective way when we allow the person who has shared the point in the first place to fully express it. We want it to be theirs. So for example, if someone says, I've been feeling overwhelmed with work lately, we might reflect back to them that what we've heard is that they're feeling overwhelmed with work lately. And we just give it back to them. Now, when we think about reflecting, 
it goes a step further by really capturing the essence of what the speaker is saying and expressing it in our own words. So it involves paraphrasing or summarizing. We want to capture the emotion or the underlying meaning of what they're saying. And it shows that we're not just listening, but we're also trying to understand from where we're standing, their perspective. An example of that might be if someone says, I'm struggling to balance my responsibilities as a parent and my personal goals. A reflective response might be, sounds like you're finding balance between your role as a parent and your role as an individual with goals, and that's challenging for you. That is mirroring and reflecting. Number three is becoming a team for love. So many conflicts happen because we forget that we're on the same team as our partner. And in the end, we end up making each other wrong in an attempt to be right. And the truth is, you both might be right. Multiple truths can be present at the same time. And often we're looking at the same thing from a different angle. I'll give you an example. If I take this book and you're taking a look at it and you see a blank book, but I'm looking at the cover, we might be going back and forth arguing if this book has a title and a cover or if it's blank. And the truth is we're both right. The key here is to truly understand the other's point of view. And we do that through curiosity. If I think this book has a cover on it, but you tell me it's blank, instead of defending my point, I might ask you, tell me what it looks like from your point of view. This allows understanding, which is synonymous with love. Understanding and love are the same thing. And when we start to understand our partner, we start to love our partner. So we've learned the three most important steps to take when holding space for our partner and overcoming conflict. Now, if you want to truly have raw, loving conversations with your partner without adding more conflict, or if you felt like you really want to own feeling confident in the skills that we've learned today, you can do that. And in order to do that, you have two options. Number one, you can take what we've learned today and you can apply them at your own pace. Or step number two is you can fast track your progress. You can overcome conflict once and for all and decide for yourself that you're going to learn these skills, master them, and apply them in Embodied Relationship Council the signature six-week program. So let me tell you a little bit about that, and then I've got a bonus for you. ERC, or Embodied Relationship Council, is something that I teach couples how to become an unstoppable team and to actually experience freedom in their relationship and from their relationship. I teach you how to have a lifetime of love, overcome conflict once and for all, and become a couple that friends and families actually look to for inspiration. 
the regular investment for this program is 6600 As promised, you're here on the call today. So I have a bonus for you. If you book an intro call today, I'll be locking you in at a massive discount, $29.99. So over $3,000 off this program. And I'll also be tossing in another bonus, which is the ERC workbook. For you and your partner to work through, to explore, I've got a ton of exercises in there. It's a really great addition to couples that are going through this program. So even if you aren't ready for this program, I'm happy to set up a call with you. So at the very least, I'll give you a solid action plan. And you can do that by clicking the link below. Thanks so much for being here, and I hope that this was helpful. I sincerely hope to engage with you soon in some capacity, and I'm sending you lots of love. Hello, you beautiful souls. Thank you for listening to the Embodied Relationship Podcast with Brady Mack. I want to introduce to you a program for those of you who are in relationship, who are potentially married or just in a longer term relationship and might be feeling stuck or uncertain or simply craving more intimacy in your long-term relationship. The program that I would love to introduce to you is my signature program, which is the Embodied Relationship Council. And this is a journey where you get to embark on opening the heart and exploring the power of mindfulness, emotional healing, as well as the science of lasting connection. And it's not just about the spark, it's about creating conscious love that evolves over time and actually thrives with more time together. And so this is a a space for a conversation for you and your partner to come together and to experience what it's like to grow together in love and understand the warm, loving embrace of each other's souls. Through the joys, through the challenges, we learn how to overcome all of this through conscious love. So if you're craving a love that really feels like home, a connection that nourishes your heart, I implore you to check out Embodied Relationship Council. And let's deep dive into your soul's growth, your soul's liberation, and the magic of conscious love together. If you're interested in joining the Embodied Relationship Council, click the link in the show notes, and I look forward to seeing your application come in. Peace and love, everybody.